are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Weekly Podcast, the thing that is every week on Cultaholic, and you can download it as a podcast. Joining me, as always, is Jack the Jobber from wherever Hello. Jack the Jobber lives. He, um, the East End of Newcastle-ish. Awesome. Yeah. And right. Ross from wherever <laughs> Ross lives. These are always the worst bits of the podcast, people. Don't worry, it gets better. How I'm on the much? other side of Newcastle. I'm delightful, Matthew. How are you? Wonderful. I've had a very hard day setting up the posters. God's been strenuous. And then I sat down and then got up again. Such is life right now for most people. So never gonna keep you down. I can't remember the rest of the lyrics, but thank you. Chumba Wumba. <laughs> oh, I thought you were doing the raw theme song. No, no. I thought you were doing gonna keep me down. Oh no. I get knocked down. Now I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. I get you take a whiskey drink. You take it. I want an ATP. I use the kitchen sink. And Let's get the and news. You. And you as well. Hi, Matthew. Oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello, me. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And yeah. also hello to our lovely editor, Dick Tubbs, who's listening to this in the background, but we're pretending we can't see him. Uh-huh. Uh, continuing the theme of as soon as the podcast goes out, something really important and newsworthy hits the wonderful world of wrestling news. Last week saw, uh, let's get out of the way, Velveteen Dream. We saw more of him than we wanted to see. And mm. the allegations that it was sent to people of a very young age who should not be seeing these type of things. And also apparently audio to go with it. Uh, we have been tight-lipped about the, everything. So there's not much to say at this point. It's waiting for more information to come through. Can we say anything more at this point, gents? Only, we can, can we? Yeah. Only that he's, he's advertised for next week's NXT. But apart from that, there's not really any concrete info out there. Well, we've done our job there. Also, the <laughs> next day, uh, Hiroshi Hase, I'm hopefully probably butchering that name, but the 
Japanese legend, person who was involved in the creating of the Buddha scale all those years ago, and member of the Japanese Diet, I believe, the Parliament. Yeah, also accused of uh, physically assaulting an underage girl. Uh, yeah. Last time I checked this, he hasn't actually quit his job yet, despite people going, are you kidding me? You probably should quit, mate. Uh, so you're there for the Japanese fans here. What else? Oh, more happy news. Kane Velasquez was apparently still with WWE. But don't worry, because he's been released now. Poor Which guy. Is, yeah, poor, poor Kane. And people realize, wait a minute, was th wasn't this the, the hiring? Where because they hired Kane for Saudi Arabia, Kofi lost to Brock, absolutely annihilated his main event push. Then because of that, we had the all the thing else that happened with the title, and it all was because of that two-minute match they had, maybe three-minute match at Saudi Arabia. Yeah, which shouldn't have been on anyway because Kane had a knee injury or something, didn't he? But they had him wrestle anyway, so I don't know. What a mess, and what a shame. Yeah, damn I it. Think what, what we're gonna do for Kane versus Gronk? It was really weird as well because um, when when I interviewed him in London, he. Um, I remember asking him, like, are you going to be in the Royal Rumble? And he went, oh, I'm very interested in that. And then, like, two minutes later, went into an interview with, like, The Sun or The Mirror or somebody and just confirmed that he was going to be in the Rumble and then wasn't in the Rumble. So I was like, what's going on here? But he seemed, like, really invested in, like, giving a good, like making a good go of this and, like, actually being a proper wrestler so I don't know what's I don't know what's happened we might see him crop up somewhere else like maybe AAA again or something but I was going to say go back yeah, to having four star matches for AAA yeah it should be uh, Gerald Briscoe tweeted out that he has been furlonged 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 <laughs> I've typed furlonged he's a horse that Gerald Briscoe <laughs> furlonged Jesus yes Gerald Briscoe of the Illuminati uh Nothing, sorry. Although Melter says he's basically gone, which would be sad if true. Uh, again, Joe Briscoe, being with the company so long, I'd almost forgotten he was there. So what do you think, Ross? Uh, I'm one of the greatest 24-7 champions of all time. That'll be his lasting legacy in the professional wrestling business. Yeah, I don't know what he does the uh, backstage these days, but yeah, he's, a, he's fantastic with the Stooges back in the day. And what, that's what I know him best for. So yeah, all the best to Gerald. And his mechanical shop. That's right. Aye. Aye. Uh, Drew McIntyre sent a replica title belt to World War II veteran and Colaholic Hall of Fame member Captain Tom Moore for his 100th birthday. Today, isn't it? Or yesterday, uh, sorry, as the podcast yes. goes live. Yes, but knowing this, he'll be out as something bad by the time this comes <laughs> out anyway. So. Knowing our bloody look. What do you think, Jack? Um, I know your friend <clears> Just really nice, isn't it? Don't, don't know him personally, but lovely oh. blow. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about the story, Matthew. Nice, That's nice fine. gesture. I, yeah. I spoke to you because I also have nothing else to add. Isn't that nice? Mm. And after declaring there'd be no new WWE 2K game, instead 2K announced a different game called WWE Battlegrounds. Looking more like a wrestling version of NBA Jam with the exaggerated it's reality, got big heads and silliness. Crocodiles and light beams and fire, mental. Yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> We're really adding the news this week, aren't we? We're clearly. Mm. <laughs> and 
bizarrely Dutch Mantel of all people then tweeted out saying he'd overheard directly out of Stamford he'd added WWE so you know it's real that a deal is being negotiated to sell WWE in the network to ESPN and Fox by as early as mid-May and it's a weird story but apparently someone was saying no you can't do that because the McMahon's it's A and B shares and things like that and they would all have to say, sell at the same time then someone turned around and goes no if the man sold their shares then they would turn it to B shares so from what I've read from the financial people on Twitter it is possible it's not the impossible thing that people may have thought it to be however if it's true or not it remains to be seen maybe Dutch Mantel is just trying to sell his latest podcast who knows mm -hmm. it's a weird one it's a very ah, weird it's, one it certainly is and if that news wasn't weird enough Shareholders Ryan Merholz and Melvin Klein have filed a suit against WWE and some of the higher-ups, alleging that... <laughs> that's hey. in front of Vince. Uh, alleging that WWE executives misled investors and acted against their best interests. And the interesting thing about that was a little expert was uh, putting some websites saying, and also, what's this about abandoning the wrestlers in Saudi Arabia and bugger off the plane? Mm. So... I'd be interested if that, that gets brought up as a thing for shareholders to take out on WWE. I can't see them. Why would Dutch Mantel, of all people, be the one who gets this scoop? I don't understand. Like Matthew summed it up quite nicely before with the podcast. Yeah, he's, well... He's, he's, he's achieved his goal, hasn't he? We're sat here speaking about his brand new podcast. I'm assuming it's brand new. I didn't know Dutch Mantel had a podcast until right now. <laughs> I may have made it up just to, just to assume that any old wrestler nowadays looks at what we call the Conrad effect and goes, you know what, Conrad, <laughs> I've had an idea. Let's go Dutch. Are you are you insinuating that Dutch Mantel is a worker and is working us? No, <laughs> says unconfirmed guest on the third episode of Let's Go Dutch. <laughs> and apart from that, that's all the news I have. I think we're skating around the bad issues quite quickly. God, we're good. Any other news going once? Gone twice. Soul to the next segment. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. And it's everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And condescending order from last week, Salty Bet. The <sighs> good way to waste a good few hours of your time watching... Uh, what's his name? Mugen fights take place. Put by Jack. I thought that was, I thought that was a good one as well. Yeah, 16%. Brilliant. It's like, yeah, usually the ones that you come up with uh, five seconds before we ask you if you have anything for the Hall of Fame do really well, Jack. That one, um, well, that's why. That one was pre planned. So, yeah. Oh, that's it. Mm. Spur of the moment. Aunt Bessie's Jam Roly Poly Pale Ale, 28%. Good one there from Ross. And I did see other people tweeting about this, so I see something going around. Oh, wow. Ah. Oh. But that means, in first place, that's right. The best there is, the saltiest there is, the saltiest there was, the saltiest there ever will be, none other than Salty Bret Hart. Talk about hypnosis and a high flyer of the highest magnitude, El Dandy. Yes. What, what a great week. What a great podcast. What a great bunch <laughs> of viewers we have. Oh, sod it then. It's me going first. In that case, I'm going to go with something non-resting. And I think, doesn't matter what age you are, you'll relate to this. Uh, been watching loads of cool stuff on Netflix from the Tiger Kings to LA 92 and all the other good stuff but one thing I've been wanting to watch for a while and what better time than now was of course the documentary of the North very own bestest most favouritest footballer Gaza oh right I thought you were going to say stunned until I die there okay oh Jesus God no yeah if I'd bet on like Ross to win that week I'd 
put that on. But yeah. no, no. Gazza, for people who don't know, was this cultural phenomenon because he was so good at football and he was so tight inside. Turns out, watching that, I was going to say he's a Geordie. He's not. Lives a Gateshead. So I'll just say he's uh, tight inside, just the sake of conversation. And really going through the absolute highs, the absolute lows of that man from crying to get his bollocks squeezed by Vinnie Jones to getting injured, to going to Italy, to annoying the Scots, to everything else happened in his life. Uh, just an amazing portrayal, an amazing summary, summarization of a fantastic guy that a lot of us can relate to and showing how we look up to athletes and superstars and sports stars and people like this, and we think of them as like being gods. But at the end of the day, they are as human beings, and some of them are happy to show their flaws. So all respect to Gaza. Okay, that's a Ross. solid... Okay. That yours would win if I was picking. Um, got one vote. I'm sure we've all seen these like musical concerts that have been done from all these famous faces homes over the past few weeks. And I don't think I think this is a few weeks old now, but Elton John sat in his oh, garden. Sat oh, in his, I saw this. Sat, oh. in his gar- sat in his garden on the piano. He's trying to sing Matthew, I'm still standing. But he's it unintentionally turned into the club singer from Shooting Stars. And it is the best <laughs> oh, thing no. I have seen in a very long time. He's just sat there going, I'm still standing. He's just making random noises. He's trying to do it. He's getting on, bless him. I know he used to be a fantastic singer, but I think the hands of time have caught up. Unless he is trying to do a club singer tribute, and if he is, good for him, because it's a fantastic tribute to do. But uh, I retweeted it a few days ago now. Go on my Twitter if you want to see it. Elton John... His newest rendition of I'm Still Standing. That is my nomination for the Hall of Fame because it is unintentionally just amazing. Good God. Oh, Sounds like the bitch isn't back. Jack, what have you got for us? <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna last I'm gonna change mine at the last minute then, because that's inspired me. So I'm changing mine at the very la- at the eleventh hour. Mine was originally gonna be um also a Netflix documentary. Um The Last Dance, which is about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls in the 90s, which is, I'm already a fan of basketball, but it's really good. I think even if you're not an NBA fan, you can watch it and it's still really, really well done. But I'm going to change it to um, another musical performance by uh, a band of the sort of late 90s, early 2000s called Puddle of Mud, who recently did a cover of, um, have you seen this, Matthew? (laughs) 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 Who recently did a cover of um, About a Girl by... Nirvana. Um, is it about a girl or about a boy? Yeah, about a girl, about a boy's the film with bloody Nicholas Holt in it and Hugh Grant. Um, and the drummer, the bassist, the lead guitarist, they're all they're all on point. It's a nice rendition. And then the front man just comes in and just absolutely butchers it. And it's the best thing I've ever seen. It's it's how would Matthew, you've seen it. How would you describe it? I wouldn't. Right, right. It's that. Obviously, the most famous rendition of it's on that VH1 Nirvana unplugged thing. And it's a really sort of haunting moment. And there's all like the candles about and all of the like moody atmosphere and stuff. And he just totally wrecks it. And it's absolutely hilarious. And he's, he's, it's like he's trying to do like a South Park parody of Kirk Cobain's voice. <laughs> but no, it's, that's not, yeah, that's the perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so bad. Um, so I've got to nominate that for the Hall of Fame. So mine goes to the Puddle of Mud cover of, um, yeah, of About a Girl. But I do like Blurry and She Hates Me. They were a couple of bangers back in the day, weren't they? You know? My dad loved 
she hates me because it's oh son reminds me so much of your mum. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny to me because Puddle of Mud, or at least the frontman, were hot poo with music scene uh, in the early 2000s until they did a thing with Kerrang! magazine. And Kerrang! quoted them as saying, well, we wrote our album that went platinum before Nirvana did theirs. So therefore... Uh, and also, I was able to play... No, I think I mentioned to the court, but they said, they said we were able to play all the songs from Nevermind and we were younger than Kurt Cobain when he did it. So therefore, we're better than Nirvana. And Kerrang! just ran with that and buried them and their next album got 1K out of 5 and all this. And it, So it's funny, decades later, the thing that sunk them with Kerrang! magazine, which is a very important thing for rock and alternative things back way then, is that they had <laughs> to bring them again to... The forefront of mockery. Couldn't have a nicer bunch of lads. So the choices are Puddle of Mud, about a girl or a boy, depending on what you're fancying. About a girl. Uh, (laughs) Hello, I'm Elton John. Ross. And Gaza. Just Gaza, the guy. What a strong strong week. That's a big week. What a murderer's row. Mm. The the Chicago Bulls of 98. (laughs) <laughs> no, so, not, they're not in it. It's Puddle of Mud now. No, I know. I, I know. Sorry. Oh, you're saying that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Can if, I be... If um, this week's Hall of Fame pick were a basketball, an NBA team in the late 90s, they would be Chicago Bulls. If we were the Bulls, who would be... Can I be Dennis Rodman? Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, you're the crazy one. Do you want to be Rodman, <laughs> Matthew? Matthew, do you want to be Rodman? You can be one of Rodman's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be anyway, before Pippen? we start talking okay, about no. silly basketball I'll be stuff. Carmen Electra. <laughs> Have you been watching it? <laughs> no, no, I just saw something the day about Carmen Electra. I don't know what it was. I don't know why she was there. She used to go out with Dennis. She used to be married, maybe? No, she used to go out uh, with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. It was something to do with Robin. That's how I saw it on Twitter, but I can't remember what it was. No doubt yeah. it was scandalous. <laughs> no doubt. But you don't want us to scandalous. Our Hall of Fame picks. God, if only there was a way you could vote for one of them to win next week. Don't worry, you can. Please go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha. Ah, this week in wrestling. A start off with Smackdown, because we have to. Uh, the New Day opened the show and are buzzing to be tag team champions again. They're interrupted by Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Who say they aren't real champions because they didn't beat them in a tag team match a valid point the Lucha House Party and the Forgotten Sons come out as well as the Smackdown show turns into WWE main event <laughs> everyone brawls and the Sons lay out the new day later the Lucha House Party surprisingly beat Miz and Morrison that's right Lucha House Party beat Miz and Morrison and you can tell that no one's watching Smackdown at the minute <laughs> uh, Jack you seem happy with this because your man Lindsay got a win on TV what are you thinking Oh, it was weird, wasn't it? I don't agree with it, really, but I like that Lindsay got a win. Even though he didn't really get the pinfall, he was I think he was the illegal man at the time, but never mind. A win's a win. He gets that share of the winner's purse. Go on, Lindsay. Forza, Lindsay. Beautiful words. Baron Corbin beats Drew Gulak in a Money of the Bank qualifier after Nakamura Cesaro distract Brian on the outside. And it says here in brackets, Why? Well, why? Because why? they're not. He's not feuding with Sami Zayn anymore. They're Sami Zayn's boys. Sami Zayn beat Brian. Why are they still having to go, Brian? 
Because they're something? salty, like uh, Hall of Fame pick Bret Hart from 99. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Bailey accidentally cost Sasha Banks a spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match, and she accidentally hit as uh, she, as I say, as she loses to Lacey Evans as my computer apparently tries to corrupt this file. Not a Lacey oh, Evans oh. fan is this uh, laptop. Yeah, as we continue getting the very, very slow burn to Bailey versus Sasha Banks. How slow is it? Well, I think it started in 2017. <laughs> and what else? Seamus squashed a dude and then was mean to Michael Cole afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Michael nice couldn't work it out, bless him. <laughs> no. And never mind that, 30 minutes were spent talking about the 25th anniversary of Triple H. He's looking very good for 25 years old. He celebrates with Shawn Michaels, Stephanie phones him, as does Flair and Road Dog, and then Vince comes out and makes us all go, Jesus Christ, look at Vince. <laughs> he didn't make much sense, did he? Uh, this, is this the first time he's been on TV since he completely butchered the rules to the draft a year and a half ago? Maybe the Raw reunion was he on? He went, he on? He went on a streak of butchering many rules every time he appeared. It was at least two times in a row he butchered the rules or something. Yeah. Was that when he maybe wheeled out Charlotte? Was that what he was last maybe. on that? Yeah, <clears throat> that's right. But he had to cut that because originally he said, "Here he is, Shelton Benjamin." <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah, SmackDown God. was the thing. Uh, there was some alright moments for for Triple H in the twenty-five. Greatest, no, that wasn't right. Ten moments of his career in WWE. It is funny that yet again, the only thing DX did in '98 was ride on a tank, also known as Jeep, to the rest of the humanity, uh, and interrupted Nitro that one time. Yeah, but I don't want to get. A, I don't want to linger on this Vince thing for too long. But what? Oh, please do. No, because it's just like he's the guy who's running all the storylines, so obviously nothing makes sense because. What's he, he? What's he doing? And why was he bringing up like the gobbledygooker and the Bailey segment and all this? I think that must. That must. I've got from that. That was Triple H's idea. The Bailey one. That's what I took from that. It must yeah. Have been. Yeah. Because it wasn't Bailey's fault, instead. What about the gobbledygooker? I don't know. <clears throat> God. Maybe that was Triple H's idea as well. <laughs> when he was terrorizing. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You think the Saudis are wanting some gobbledygooker? Maybe. <laughs> the slow build. His name is Mike Ashley. Oh. God, you know it's a slow news week in the world when Newcastle's getting bought is, like, trending. Yeah. I believe it deal, when I see it. <laughs> it was, like, every week. Vince McMahon at one point, remember? Mm. And when the son made up, made up, <laughs> made up a, a blatant, a blatant oh. thing that was completely oh. untrue, and every now oh. and again the Americans linked to it thinking it's real. We're gonna have the, the big shoe and Grey Carly up front, huh? Yeah, the amount of times that the amount of times that the friggin' Chronicle would publish like a Newcastle United Dream Eleven of wrestlers and bollocks. Oh, like, I, hate really? the, I hate the I hate oh. the Chronicle, man. The Chronicle are bad. The Chronicle is the local newspaper. Everyone, there you go. It's no Shields Gazette. Oh, steady now, steady. Let's let's say things we'll regret. And then Raw happened. Uh, Apollo Crews pinned Andrade in a six-man tag. Bloody hell. And backstage, that slap. I was going to say, backstage, Ooh. Apollo slapped Andre so hard that the next Andrade <laughs> wannabe will feel it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So hard. <laughs> so hard. So Zelina Vega arranges a title match between the pair. 
Andrade wins after Apollo badly injures his leg in KFAB and he is pulled from the Money in the Bank ladder match. Wow. Apollo looking like he's getting the push that you'd see in The Sopranos when all the lower tier characters are suddenly getting pushes because all the upper tier ones are dead. <laughs> and then as soon as it looks like Apollo's getting a push and Cultaholic are putting out videos going, bloody hell, Apollo getting a push, he's out the match. <laughs> 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 bloody so, hell is that what you think of our channel <laughs> it's like and I looked at it and I was like oh sorry oh dear me Pan's Labyrinth reaction so <laughs> that was nice I hope Apollo Crews didn't uh, hurt his head banging it on the polystyrene ceiling any thoughts there mm. Ross I'm, no this is like the first it was a really strange feeling because it was the first time I was properly invested in an Apollo Crews match can you think of a time before I don't know if you were on Monday, but when you felt anything while watching Apollo Crews before Monday? Yeah, Preston City Wrestling was wrestling Dave Mastiff and Chris Masters. Nice. Which is about Mine 300 be, years ago now, Christ. Mine would be the WrestleMania 35 Battle Royal featuring Strowman and Colin. Because Pachitti had predicted that Apollo was going to win. So that was oh, pretty Oh, he did, tense. yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> but that wasn't because of anything WWE had written. That was just our own stupid game. That made that exciting. Yeah. Jinder Mahal showed up with a new haircut, which sums up how exciting Raw is at the minute. <laughs> He's looking good, isn't he? Yeah. He is. He squashed Tazawa and sadly Lawler was not on commentary, so we'll have to move on because there's nothing else worth talking about. <laughs> Nijax left Asuka and Baszler laying in a match that wasn't a match, but no one died, so she's showing signs of improvement. Uh, I don't know why they do this though they, I was looking forward to that match heavily promoted before Raw then you, you flick the show on doesn't happen why did they do that false advertising immoral bastards card subject to bollocks <laughs> I think it's too big of a match to give away on Raw anyway and yeah. build this, this slow march towards me in the bank and what else we got here? Lashley insisted Lana stay backstage. And when she protested, he had to explain, uh, it's because your beauty is so distracting. And she took this very nicely. And sure enough, without, nah, 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 he won. Who did he yeah. beat? Was it a, was it a, it was a that guy, guy, that man. He's that on every guy, week that's now. Right. Yeah. What's he called? The one that he wears a singlet. Oh. <laughs> yes, I know who you mean. Yeah. He's been on a few weeks now. I can't remember his name. That random that no one knows who's on all the time. Austin Theory. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> cynical Jack. Tusk, Tusk. No, I think he's very good. Uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet squashed former Jakara greats Ever Rise. Oh, bless them. Uh, have, you, have you heard their new name? It's not Ever Rise? No, no, no. Ever Rise. Uh, Ricochet and Cedric. Oh. I'll care about Chikara teams from 10 years ago. <laughs> no, no, you'll care about them now. Oh, He's saying on. that with a Fidian in the background as well. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's my friend. Sorry, what were you saying, Ross? They are called now the Two Fly Crew. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? That's all right. I told you you care about them now. <laughs> if, you, if you like Two Live Crew, that is. They need to start rapping or something. Have a crap rap where it ends with no. We are the Two Fly Crew. Oh. Gotta do it. They need to be to be properly proper, like two proper nineties cheese and PJ and Duncan style. To be probably like two live crews, you start swearing and cursing. <laughs> uh, MVP says, oh, 
says he's going to be representing Shane Thorne and Brandon Vick as <laughs> the new up-and-coming tag team as Raw's roster is assembling the very back of the food cupboard the day before you go shopping. <laughs> is is MVP's gimmick like Matthew? Have you watched Arrested Development? Yes. Right. Is his gimmick like Carl Weathers in that? I like that. Just trying to just you know trying what? to like that, you know, that's so people. good. Yeah, it is. Cheers. Thank you. Because it's because he's his whole thing is used to be famous, is now trying to scrounge off anyone, and and his crap is just a bit crap as well. That's it. He looked at Raw's tag team and went, "Hey man, it looks it looks empty now, but if you take that Raw tag team division home, <laughs> make a soup from it." <sighs> Drew McIntyre signed the contract for his match with Seth Rollins, the one he's getting after Seth lost at WrestleMania to Kevin Owens, and told him he's full of poop. And it did not go censored, possibly because the censors were wondering what happened to Drew McIntyre's accent. Arse. <laughs> And then, oh yeah, it says uh, he eats a claymore instead and Rawlins bravely runs away. I like reading that. And then in between Raw and AW Dynamite, there was a little show called Vice, which put Dark Side of the Ring and now the entire world, youngins and oldens, got to experience the absolute joy and pleasure of seeing John Stossel getting slapped by, by Dr. D, Dave Schultz. <laughs> and look, I, that was something that was tape traded like for years and then obviously got into YouTube and was kind of known but not really known but now that Vice has come out with it now everybody knows that what the hell you think I think this is fake do you think this is fake my opinion this, was the, the noise it makes because obviously he's got the microphone to hear clunk like his head's my made of metal my opinion was changing throughout that documentary at a rapid pace because at first I was like oh what an arsehole assaulting a journalist but by the end I was like oh he seems a bit dim but alright and the journalist seemed a bit slimy and the guy I, I didn't know what to think of the guy who sold out the business and everything it was really Eddie Mansfield. it was really good but, huh? Eddie Mansfield what did he say? I'm Eddie Mansfield the, I'm a rich rich woman's day job and a poor woman's dream or something like something that something like that yeah something Memphis-y uh, and again it's not funny it's absolutely appalling somebody would get hit like that but at the same time, it's bloody hilarious. <laughs> and also at the same time, Dr. D going, well, I mean, rah, 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 and all that, sounded like Sling Blade. And then it goes to talk about, oh, yeah, and they said it was, this was wrong and immoral, shouldn't be attacking people. And then was it the week of WrestleMania 1? Hulk Hogan and Mr. T go on um, Richard Belzer's show, and Hogan chokes him out. <laughs> yeah. He falls, splits his head open like a coconut, and they had to pay him a lot of money. In all the free advertising in the world. Yeah, but Hogan so. does that to everybody. It's a really basic hold. It's really basic. It's fine. Come here, brother. Squeeze. <laughs> I don't so, believe... I, I don't believe that... Um, that What was his name? Stossel was really hurt from that. Oh, no, I imagine he was, he was, he was probably hurt, but he got paid out of it, so it's all right. He wasn't hurt for years, like he said. He said he was milking it, though, basically. He was like, yeah. oh... Yeah, he hit the When I paint. got my money, I was fine. <laughs> was anybody else wanting it? <laughs> He's not a fake knobhead, though. <laughs> when anybody else wanting it, when they were going, if, what would you say to Dr. D right now? He was in a room and he said that it was like, F, F, Dr. D or something. And they like pulled a, a Jerry Spring. I was like, well, it's a good job you said this because here's our special <laughs> guest, Dr. D. 
so thank you, Vice, for being the best wrestling show on TV. And let's go to AW Dynamite, where Cody, don't call him Rhodes just yet, beats Darby Allen in the semi-final of the TNT Championship Tournament. He rolls him up after taking his finisher, so that's weird, it says here. Uh, it was a bit weird. It was a, a good match. And I like to play on the fact of the, for whatever the last show was that they had a match that went 20 minutes and how they wanted to capitalize on that and that and that. And again, Derby didn't quite lose to Cody. It wasn't a definitive finish, but it was good enough. His yeah, shoulder was up, wasn't it? Yeah. It was good enough for uh, three. I think it was. <laughs> I think it was um, a good match and everything, but I would have we. I know that they're building towards Cody and and Lance Archer, but I would really have liked to see Darby win, and then Cody yeah. goes even more crazy because he's he's not got a shot at a title again. But I don't know, it's still good. The Bubbly Bunch do a Manitoba melee featuring many different wrestlers from around the world, including Vicky Guerrero and some others. But the important thing was to see Lou Ferringo a.k.a. the original Incredible Hulk, Jay and Silent Bob, and oh, I didn't even realise this until you put it down here, Corey Taylor. Yeah, I think Corey Taylor was there. You missed the biggest one. That's all I've got. I'm trying to remember who the Jet, other Jet Ski Man from Tiger King was there. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. What? Was it? I, yeah, he was I, surrounded by women in a poolside. That was him? That was him, wasn't it? Oh, my oh. God. They if only did name tags. If, if that wasn't that him, was. I've just dropped a massive clang on WTF moments. I'm 99% sure that was him. I hope oh, it was him. <laughs> oh, what if it isn't? Your WTF moments are going to need a WTF moment. <laughs> oh, it happens every week. It's fine. Oh, it's very fine. No one cares. <laughs> but if I was there, I don't know, know who Luke Faringo was until people pointed out who he was. So, yeah. Great idea, Bobby Bunch, but please, next time, please, subtitles. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, best friends beat Sabian and Havoc in a no DQ match. That was kind of, kind of brutal. I liked it. Yeah, they'll get um, dropped on chairs. Awful they've waffles. got a, they've got a tag team name as well now. It's the Super Bad Death Squad or something like that. Yeah, oh. yeah. That sounds like an Adult Swim show that got cancelled after one season. <laughs> uh, and then Brody Lee destroys Marco's stunt. Oh my god, that was one dead kid. And that it was Marco's stunt. Absolutely love him. I like Marco Stump when he's dying. Yeah. <laughs> that's, where I first, um, that's where I first um, became a fan of Lince Dorado for a similar reason. Because I found some video on YouTube that was like the many amusing deaths of Lince Dorado. And it was just him and Chikara getting absolutely bodied by everyone. It was really good. That's why I first became a fan. What a, what a guy. And Lance Archer. And what's his nickname again, Jack? What, the murder hawk? That's right. Do you think they do the, the same guy that named him, named the Sabian Havoc team, uh, beats a bloody Dustin Rhodes in a dramatic last match to progress to the final with Cody resisting the urge to throw in the towel as we basically get the finish to Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're going to steal, steal from the best. So, oh, we, yeah. need, we need a training montage for Cody for the final. We need him like to what's the what are the songs in Rocky Four? There's so many. Mate, no easy way out. No easy uh, way out. That's the one. One way street. Hearts uh, on the, fire. The USSR anthem. Hearts, Hearts on, on fire. fire. Yeah. Either. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and probably and also montage. Yeah, we need we need that. 
Yeah, but it's going to suck, isn't it? It's like Cody in isolation. And by that, we mean his garden. <laughs> and AW declared new TV tapings will be happening. But at this rate, they'll be hopefully taking that big ship that Eric Cantona used in those adverts for trainers years ago. What a reference! <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Let's make sure Ross is still paying attention. And NXT, in the Cruiserweight title tournament, Isaiah Swerve Scott beat Phantasma. Okay, that's fine. But in more dramatic news, Drake Maverick beats Tony Nese to stay alive. And they are working the angle that Drake Maverick may be actually still in this and maybe winning it. It could happen. This is real life, but it's not real life. It's fake, or is it real? Ross, what do you think? He's only got a bake, a shader. That's what he said at the end, isn't it? Piece of piss. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of any of this now. I don't know what's real and what's not. And it's a bit crappy on the rest of the lads and lasses who got let go if it is just a bit of a working term, but we'll see what happens. Jack? Oh, um, me and Pachiti really disagreed on this because uh, he's convinced that Maverick's winning the tournament and I think Shida's going to heartbreakingly beat him. And I want to do some kind of like side bet with Pachi that we can put on the channel, but I haven't actually pitched this to him yet, so never mind. But I think what? I think Ishida's going to win still. Some kind of salty because bet? Because of... Sorry, <laughs> no, not a salty bet. <laughs> I just can't work out, though. The, the only reason I'm worried that Pachi might be right is because um, why would they build him up into an important figure before letting him go? Like, it makes no sense. It's the opposite of what they did with Dean Ambrose. In related news, AW publicly said, no, we're not going to sign Heath Slater. Oh. So, yeah. hey, you're on your way out. Down you gun. Get him in the G1. Let's say hello to the crew of NWA Power. <laughs> we'll just go what they're called then. Sorry for the weird pauses. And Everyone might get Pelvis Wesley on NWA, sorry. You said NHS, Paul? Pelvis Wesley from ECW. Where did that come from? Southport Regional, man, Matthew. Oh. The incredible was almost Pelvis Wesley. That was very similar to a guy who did wrestle for ECW. Yeah, really? It was Wild Bill, and then one week he was like, ah, I found my roots in Memphis, and he was Bilvis Wesley. <laughs> and some, a honky-tonk man went, bloody hell, they're ripping me off. <laughs> anyway, a newly heel, Candice LeRae, who put heel here? A newly diddler, Candice LeRae, beats oh. Casey Catanzaro. Yes, what the hell, he's nailed it. Oh, I was more impressed by the fact that like, she's around. She came back. Oh, okay. She pulled a Drake. And puts her in the Gargano escape post-match. Uh, Gargano was a great cheerleader here for his wife. And, yeah, it's a nice character change. I'm enjoying Candice a lot more than I'm enjoying bloody Gargano. And we get the threat of uh, Dajakovic. He's going to do something to Gargano next week. Yeah, this happened. Mm. <laughs> also, I should mention the amazing segment with Britt Baker in the dentistry. Office oh, yes. With Rebel yes. from TNA. Rebel. And, God, the video packages and segments have been very good in AEW. I'd say better than the matches in the last few weeks, given circumstances. But this one was just, like, are they actually building the walls a Tony Schiavone match? Oh, oh, I'd love that. Oh, my God. What, a mixed tag affair with Brit? 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how they do it. I just keep this feud going. Imagine Brit just using Tony as a human shield. It would be so good. <laughs> Speaking of dark comedy, Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. Yes, that Timothy Thatcher. You know, the one that used to wrestle on Mount Olympus. Uh, they do a comedy segment called the Newly Brothers Show. The Mr. and Mrs. setup. Uh, Thatcher accidentally gets all the right answers. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Including, you know, what is your favorite TV show? He goes, I don't own a TV. That's right. And it no, works the price well. Was right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why right. the price was. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the idea. Uh, Timmy Thatcher does comedy surprisingly well. The, with him doing the Steve Blackman Al Snow gimmick of being the straight one. Um, it's weird to see, but I'll probably get used to it. But then Imperium beat them down. And they beat them down before Thatcher can go, wait, I know one of you. Who's, who's this guy? <laughs> I, I think this was the second funniest segment of its kind I've seen, but the funniest still has to be EC3 and Daniel Bryan um, on NXT, the game show. When they rigged the answers, like they chose yeah. the same answers beforehand, it's the best thing. Have you not seen this, Matthew? I only saw a bit of the original NXT, and I thought it was crap. So, I didn't see so they, they do this, like, Mr. and Mrs. setup where the pros have to, the amateurs have to guess the pros' answers. But obviously, Brian and EC3 backstage have gone like, right, we'll just put the same answers, like whatever happens. So the first question is like, what do you want to achieve in five years' time? And EC3 and Daniel Bryan both write, chicks and America. And they're both just like, oh my God, we got it. It's just, it's really good. It's really well worth doing, uh, watching. Awesome. Mm. Charlotte Flair beats Maya Yim. Yeah, but Io Shirai arrives afterwards and says, Charlotte is hers next week. Pre-hand up if you got Charlotte Flair was NXT Women's Champion. Oh, whoops. Uh, Keith Lee successfully defends the North American title against Damian Priest. That was a good bumping match. Any thoughts, Jack? Just don't forget about Keith, Matthew. Don't you forget about him. As Ross and Tom have immortalised. That's my thoughts. Yeah, what are Ross's thoughts? Uh, how long has Damian Priest had that little beard for? <laughs> What else happened this week? <laughs> oh, Dexter Loomis killed Shane Thorne, which isn't going to oh. help MVP's chances of taking over the Raw Tag Team division. <laughs> and that's all the notes I have. I think that's all yeah. the wrestling that's occurred, like yeah. literally oh. on the entire planet. Oh, hang on. Okay. WCP, the, the, the heart and soul of WCPW is the new, not Impact Champion, but TNA Champion. It's Moose. Simon Miller. Oh, 
No, that's Owen Miller. Oh, the other it's heart a, and soul. The, ki- the kidneys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the spleen of WCPW Moose is now claiming to be the champion because Tessa Blanchard's away. Um, he beat Elgin, and but he didn't beat Elgin because Elgin doesn't job for anyone. So he beat Hernandez instead, who was in the like made it a triple threat. Yeah, Hernandez was there. I think it was Hernandez. I can't quite remember. I read it was Hernandez. <laughs> oh, what a match! I think, no, I think it was Hernandez. I think Supermax came out. I once, um, I once uh, had a wee at a urinal next to Hernandez. Big, large man. Not, I didn't have a look down there, but large muscles, you know. That's a real, yeah, sorry, anyway. Do, do, please carry on. We just like Jack talking. No, just, just see how on. long you can go. I think it was Nandez. I'm not sure. I couldn't stop staring at him. Well, that was This Week in Wrestling. Let's go to the next segment. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> and now it's time to attempt to read the mailbag. Hi, guys. Hope you're all well. Behind my house is a multi-story car park. It used to have one cleaner for the whole place, and he was identical to 2002 Shawn Michaels. Me and my family used to love the idea that when no one was around, he'd pop his broom and dustpan down and do the signature strut and pose, all while dressed in his high-vis and polyester shorts. My heart was broken, fittingly, when one day I heard him speak and he had the thickest Scouse accent ever. The illusion was shattered. (laughs) I also went to school with a Mark Henry. While he was a top lad, he was not the world's strongest man. Also, the local burger van is run by one Jay White. In brackets, (laughs) the best bit is that he doesn't look like Jay White. He looks like Norris off Coronation Street. (laughs) Is there anyone or anything in your lives that, for whatever reason, humorously reminds you of performers from the wrestling world? All the best, Mike from the Isle of Man. Oh, that explains it. <laughs> wow, that's a curious question. It's probably the first of three. Uh, Jack, do you have any tenuous wrestling connections or things that humorously remind you of performers from the wrestling world? Um, I can't think of anyone. I, I know someone from the Isle of Man and she's really weird, but apart from that, no. Tell us about that. Um, I'm not going to mention her by name because this bloke might know her because the Isle of Man's really small, in it? So he might he might actually know who she is. She's a girl I lived with at uni in second year or third year. You know, and there's like a spare room and then there's a person who's not in the group who's like in the house as well. And she was, uh, she was really odd. She used to like spill milk in the kitchen and then just not clean it up. And she, we ne- none of us ever got like more than two words out of her. But she was an absolutely lethal striker for the women's football team, which is... <laughs> It was weird. Yeah, it was absolutely mental. Um, she was from the Isle of Man. Not to be confused, obviously, with Pachiti's homeland, the Isle of Wight. But that, no, I ain't got any wrestler, any wrestler connections, really. Ross? I've got a really tenuous one. Uh, my PE teacher at school was called Mr. Slater, but he looked a bit like Sergeant Slaughter. Matthew? That's the look you want. That's the look you want from a PE teacher. I also... Uh, knew someone in Bish I haven't spoken to him in years now I'd, I'd forgotten about him until this some of those guys you add on Facebook and then you don't know what happened to them their account just disappears despite not talking to them forever um, it was also called Mark Henry and I've just remembered thinking about him because again not thought about him for years uh, <laughs> because it, Bish is in Durham 
So lots of winding country roads if you want to go see your friends in the other areas like Sheldon or Spennymoor. So he would, <laughs> he would, if he saw any, stop and pick up and collect and take photos of any roadkill he saw on the side of the road. Which you can easily do on these country roads because sod all goes past for minutes. So, what? and I was in the car one time and he was like, you know, what? What's happened? Wait a minute. <laughs> Click. <laughs> all right, we can is go. This a, is this a Briscoe's promo oh. from the early 2000s? I mean, oh. the early 2010s. God, I forgot. I'm going to message him after this. Also, yeah, and hopefully, he'll say something like, don't talk about that in the podcast. <laughs> I've also got one for you because. Oh, isn't legendary isn't legendary UK deathmatch wrestler Iceman? Didn't he used to do your dad's garden? Certainly is. Slash does. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. The Iceman cometh to trim the hedge. We went to that deathmatch tournament and he lost, and then he sang Meatloaf or something. I can't remember the song he sung, but he, I think he saw Tyson Fury do it, and he was like, "Everyone's going to join, and it's going to be mint." And he was just like, "Our oh, country road, <laughs> take me home." <clears throat> no one joined in. And went well. Never mind. Bye. <laughs> It was the promo before that when he was like, not only am I an excellent wrestler, but I'm an excellent singer. And then he That's it, yeah. did, a bit of, did a bit of meatloaf, yeah. Didn't no, he did the meatloaf. It wouldn't have been meatloaf because I would have joined in with them. I thought he did meatloaf. Oh. Uh, did well, he I'm, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, it was meatloaf and I suck. Question number know. two. Hi, guys. Firstly, thanks for all your content over the last few how many weeks this madness has been and hope you're all keeping safe and sane. Thank you. My Reese's Pieces is not fast as thought. I am taking inspiration from Jamie Carragher Football Challenge, where you can only choose oh. an, an 11. Have you put this in the wrong bit? No, we were, meant to, we were meant to take out the bit where it says it's a Reese's Pieces because we thought we'd just answer it as a normal question. Oh, so, no. Yeah, no, it's all falling apart. The, the, the three set up Discord call disguised as a podcast is <laughs> falling apart, the seams. Um, there we go. You can only choose an 11 with one player from one club and one country. Minus five rest. What the f what? Minus five rest of matches from history to make the perfect pay per view. The rules: you can only use a pay per view or weekly TV show, and the wrestler once. It must oh, yeah. have an opening match, IC title, women's title. Blah, blah, blah. Keep up the good work. Thanks again, Michael. In Birmingham. Why, why have you what? stopped reading the instructions there? Why well, did what you the hell stop is it talking about? Why did you stop when you were reading the instructions out? I want to know what I'm doing. I'm actually annoyed. It must have an opening match, why did IC you title, Thank you. women's title, tag title, and world slash universal. Keep up the good work. Right. Thanks again, Michael in Birmingham. So all we have to do well, is you can pitch. use one wrestler from one brand or whatever he said. You can only use every wrestler once. To make it like a super card. One one club in one country. Oh no, that's, that's just the, him that's... referring to. Oh okay. Five wrestling matches from history make the perfect pay per view. Okay. Wow. Uh, we've clearly had a look at this before. Me, Jack. Do you want to start off? Or should we go round? <laughs> or should we go round? We'll do the opening match. Uh, Jack, you can start that off. For a perfect opening match, I would go for. Um... I'd go for, I mean, it's got to be Brett versus Owen from WrestleMania 10, but now I can't use Brett or Owen. For oh, the rest I of get, my yeah, right, all right, okay. I'll I think. Was, no, right. Uh, in that case, I will pick Liger versus Pillman from WWE Super Brawl. Let me write down that. I've said those two, so I don't think. Oh, do we actually those. have to pick an opening match? I thought we just could riff off the top of our heads. Oh, I was doing Any that. match? Yeah. Oh, so we actually Oh, it's all ones that have happened. Match. I thought because you're picking people like, oh, God, all right. 
So you actually have oh, to pick no. another match. Oh, oh, I don't know. WrestleMania 10 is a good one, isn't it? It was. I'm going to go for any NXT Tag Team Championship match that opened a NXT TakeOver card. Danny Birch and Ernie Lorcan, that one against the Undisputed Era. There you go. Okay. Good opener. I see title match, Jack. Um, um, I see title match. I've got one if you want to... Go on. That fatal four-way on a pay-per-view a few years ago that The Miz won. Cesaro was there. I can't yeah. remember who else was there. It was actually Rose, Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good, but I'm going to pick Brett versus Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam 91. I'll oh, pick... no, I've used Brett. Uh, oh. I'll pick... Um... Oh, I'll pick the uh, the big... The big fun ladder match at WrestleMania 32. Because that was that was good, that. When Zack Ryder won. Good. A woman's title match. Bailey and Sasha Banks. Alundra Blaze and Bull Nakano from okay. SummerSlam 94. I'll go for one that hasn't even happened yet, but has been announced. Tamina versus Bailey. Because uh-huh. it's going to be amazing. The house will fall down when Tamina finally gets the big one. Oh. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I can only hope it happens before the one, two, three. Uh, <laughs> tag title match. Um, Gargano and Champa and the Revival, for me, the two out of three falls one in Canada. Do you not remember? Toronto one, yeah, yeah. Mm. I thought Matthew was like shaking his head, but I think he's thinking. No, I'm thinking. Sorry, this uh, is my. This is my. Mm, like I'm a silent film actor. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Ross? Do I need to do one? Because I did one before. I've got one. If I do, what are the rules? Uh, yeah, you, you know what? Yeah, I'm. This is already going to turn into a mini series by the time, so I will accept that. And I will go <laughs> with the Hardys versus Edge and Christian. Not a match. No mercy. Ninety nine. Which leaves finally the world slash universal. Headline of the All-Star Dream Match card thing. Jack, what have you got? Probably Rock Austin from 17. Oh, that's good. That's good. What do you got, Ross? Oh, I was going to go for Rock Austin. I'll go for The Miz versus John Cena. Oh, wait, and why? Bastardized the entire concept of this question. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when he's saying that, I'm going to go with any of the Brock versus Braun Strowman matches. Because <laughs> by this point, I just want it to be over. Uh, keep the good work. Thanks again, Michael, in Birmingham for your interesting question that we gave all the effort to. In fairness to Michael, did... in fairness to Michael, he did want it to be a Reese's Pieces, but we've just shoved it in. So it's not really Michael's fault. It's ours. That's a, sorry, your push got cancelled. Uh, <laughs> howdy, diddly rascals. As you have rightly referenced so often on the recent podcast, Tiger King has been a huge hit for me personally and for many others across the world. The eclectic and eccentric characters make for great viewing. Uh, My laptop is crapped again, but he loves Tiger King, so I'm going to blame Carol Baskin for that. Come on, (laughs) stupid thing. See, I went to resize it because I couldn't see all the message, and then it's just effed up everything. I think I've got the notes. Oh, you got it. No, no, I'm I'm sorry. Next week we'll be using a... 
tin can and some string. <laughs> you can't help but stick with it, despite its various flaws. It all mirrors WWE quite a bit, and I have no doubt that the various personalities would stand out well if they signed on for pro wrestling, particularly Joe Exotic and Carol Effenbaskin. My question to you three is this. How would you book Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin in WWE? Some things to consider are, when and how would they debut? Who from the roster would also be involved in the feud slash storyline? Who would you wrap up and who would go over? Who would you wrap up? Oh, how would you wrap up? <laughs> who would you wrap up and then feed the Tigers? Carol's husband, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would their finishing well, the moves return. be? <laughs> Your weekly brilliance and nonsense helps, them, helps us keep us sane in these strange times. A genuine funny bunch with great stories, even Jacks. I look forward to many more. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Best wishes, Rob the Knob from Chiswick. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, so, Rob. we'll start for Ross because noted Tiger King aficionado. When and how would you debut both of these superstars? Well, the seeds for this feud have already been sown on Monday Night Raw because Drew McIntyre was walking down to the ring last week and he said right into the camera, hello you cats and kittens, whatever Carol Baskin says. So, I'm going to have Carol Baskin debut at the behest of Jinder Mahal. So the feud after Rollins will be Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Jinder will set Carol Baskin and a hungry tiger on Drew McIntyre. And then somehow Joe Exotic saves Drew McIntyre. That's all I've got for you, Matthew. Jack? Um, I've got Carol coming in um, and, and then attacking someone. Maybe... I don't know, but once Carl's in there, right, I've taken inspiration from, you know, WrestleMania 20, was it? When Whichever one Undertaker came back and scared Kane. 20. And, um, yeah, so all the druids come out and there's Don and he's back and he never died. And Carl's just beside herself. She, does, she can't believe it. Then sets up the money match between Don and Carl. Joe Exotic probably gets involved at some point. I'd like to see... Um, What's he called? My favourite one? Cowie. I like to see Cowie get involved as like a plucky underdog. I loved Cowie. He's great. Matthew. Right. Uh, when and how would they debut? I mean, given the current situation, Joe Exotic would have to show up in the crowd and then go, hi, and then immediately run out with the police chasing him. <laughs> oh, I thought you and meant because then... he looks like Enzo Amore. <laughs> I did not even <laughs> thought about that until now. Uh <laughs> But I think Joe Exotic would get a pass to appear on Raw because there's so many wrestlers they've taken photos with over the years, including former NWA <laughs> world champion. What's his face? And so that would happen. So over the roster, they would show up to help out. Jinder Mahal would turn a blind eye. And who do you wrap up and go over? I think it would all be built up to, I'll, right, fine. Carol Baskin, I'll do whatever you want. I'll wrestle you in any type of match you want. I just want that one shot. And then Carol Baskin does like the Cactus Jack No Way Out thing with Triple H and goes, Tigers in a cage. And they have a, like, Kelm from hell. But instead of Rottweilers that are too busy pooing and shagging each other, it's wild tigers. <laughs> and just tiger. when Joe Exotic is making his way out and he thinks he's got it, he's finally going to beat Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin squirts perfume onto his feet. <laughs> <laughs> the confusion, she escapes. tiger. And he saw a man. To say last week or not that, I tried to like, encourage my dad to get involved with the year 2021 and say, hey, have you seen this Tiger King thing? you got Netflix. I'll pay it for you. And he went, all right, I'll try watching it. Because he likes normal shows like Taggart. So he tried watching it. 
uh, I can't remember said this last week or not, but I'll say it again. He went, I can't, I couldn't get past one episode of it. He was, they're just too American. Yeah, he mentioned this. Oh, did I? Oh, I was so yeah. It was good enough <laughs> to say twice. That's the that's the very point of it, though, isn't it? That's what I tried telling them. But I think he would have been happy if, like, you know, Bobby Robson was the detective investigating it or something. It was just no way. It's like, oh, <laughs> look at him. Bobby all. Robson does have a bit of a detective vibe. You can see him as like the lead of a seventies detective show. Robert. Anyway. Yes. And that odd thought, thank you very much for your weird questions. They never fail to disappoint and disgust. If you have any, or just general thoughts and criticisms, please, please, please send them to mailbag at colorholic.com. Now for the segment so good they named an American candy after it, Reese's Pieces. Well, Reese's Pieces part two, I guess. Hello, blue eyes. Ah, that's, that's an old one. Shame this term for face didn't catch up as well as diddler. Should try doing that from that one? Say blue eyes. Take, <laughs> it, take it back to the 60s. Anyway, hope you're doing well in the quarantine. Here's a bit of Reese's Pieces for you. Say the first wrestling-related thing that comes to your mind, starting with every letter in the alphabet. It can be wrestlers, pay-per-views, finishers, whatever you come up with. Okay, that's interesting. And very helpfully, Jack, who does the notes for the show has typed up the alphabet. I no, guess no, in no, case no. I forgot what no, came no, after no. A. No, he did that. Oh, did he? Oh, that's nice of yeah, him as well. Yeah, yeah. He has such a high opinion of us. That he... By the way, I realized lads, as well. here's the alphabet. I was going to, um, I was going to save, I was going to save this one for next week and choose, la- like there was one that got submitted last week that I was going to choose this week, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. So we'll do last week's one next week, if that makes sense. We're, all, we're all good. It's fine. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Can't be better than this. So, Reese's Pieces, as always, fastest thought first. God, a man with an incredible beard just walked past my front living room there. Fastest thought first for those that have them. So, Ross can go first, then Jack, then myself. Ross, the first out of the alphabet is A. (laughs) Armageddon. Andre the Giant. Arn Anderson. B. Babatunde. Um. Oh God, your mind just goes blank, doesn't it? Um. Bruno Bruno Sammartino. Brian Blair, make you humble, (laughs) old country style. All right. C. Crush. Charlotte Flair was the first one that came to mind. Chuck Palumbo. (laughs) Christ. D. Oh, Diddler! <laughs> Devon Dudley. Dr. D. Slap! <laughs> e. Oh my god, I've got footballer Enoch Shawumni in my head. <laughs> uh, e. Uh, 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 that team from NXT. Everlast. Wow, Ever that was Ever Rise. Everlast, the, the Lonsdale brand, isn't it? Shut up, Ross. Jack? But then. ECW. Eddie Kingston. F. Fandango. Um, Farmer Burns. So old school. I can't even bloody anything. Oh, this sucks. Fred Durst from SmackDown, whatever game it was. (laughs) Phew. G. Gerald Briscoe. 
Grandmaster Sexy. The Godfather. H. Henry Godwin. Does Triple H count? Yeah. The Godfather's hose. No. <laughs> I. Intercontinental Championship. Internet Wrestling Community. Intercontinental Champion, The Godfather, accompanied by his hose. <laughs> Jay. Jake Hager. Um, Jay the Snake Roberts. Just the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Peace from Germany. K. Quang. Carrion Cross. K. Quick getting rowdy. Then getting unemployed. L. Loomis of Dexter mm. Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lindsay Dorado. Low down. The tag team oh. that were only a bit foreign. M. <laughs> Magnus. Oh. Michael Cole. This sucks, doesn't it? Mankind. Got nothing. Oh. N. Nikita Golov. Nick Nemeth. Nikolai Volkov, the other Russian. O. Oh my god! <laughs> um. Um, one night stand, two thousand and five. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> the Godfather used to be the Intercontinental Champion. P. Paul Levesque. Paul London. Paul Verhan, the UFC blokey that took on Taz that one time in ECW. Oh, he's huge, him. Who said he was all right jobbing, then changed his mind. So Taz suggested that they fight for real <laughs> until Borfi decided to be okay with it. I've been watching some old UFCs and he is massive. Yeah, he was going to fight crap. Taz. But he's crap. He's only good because he's massive. Uh, Taz said the same. Q. Yeah. Queen Charmel. Um. Oh, God, I can't think. Um, quick question who was one of the IC champions in 2000 it's the godfather 99 but I appreciate the effort Uh, Quebec where some wrestlers come from you can say the Quebecers oh Christ (laughs) Uh, Vince McMahon's brother Rod is it Rod Ron Rod Ron Weasley Ro- Rodimus McMahon <laughs> it begins with an R I'm pretty sure so that's my answer okay. Ricochet Reno from the natural born thrillers who got a giant pop one time on Nitro because Arthur Crowell thought it was Goldberg from a distance <laughs> <laughs> was that him with a crappy ponytail like that's he was it. bald but had a ponytail <laughs> I took a tell him apart S Shane McMahon um, Savio Vega. Scott Hall. Hey, yo. Did none of us want to go for Steve Austin there? Was it too obvious? T. Oh, oh T. Uh, oh. The, the Undertaker. <laughs> um, 
The Hardy Boys. Big T from WCW, <laughs> who wanted ownership of the letter T. You. Undertaker. Ultimate Warrior. When Hogan gets hit three times and goes, you. And he can't say what he says next. V. Val Venus. That was mine. Um, vengeance. Victor Quiones, the guy who would get people booked everywhere. You should have gone for Hayden Vancey Wanson. Well, that's his full name. W. WrestleMania. WWE. Ooh, what a rush. <clears throat> X. Santa Claus. Yo, you dealing with the X Factor. I got everything I want. Ultimate X. No ladders required until the belt falls off and you put it back on again. <laughs> why? Here's why. <laughs> um, why? Why is this taking so long? <laughs> That's good. Uh... All I can think of is Simon Miller. Yokozuna. Have that one, Matthew. Yokozuna and Simon Miller are always spoken in the same sentence. Yeah, sure, Yokozuna. And finally, Zed. Zelina Vega. The Zodiac. Z Gangster, a.k.a. Zeus. What a stable that would be. Uncensored 90s. Yeah, Zeus, Z Gangster, Zelina. teaming up with himself. Zelina. No, no, Zeus, Zelina and... Uh, and Whoever I said. I've already forgotten what you've said as well, so let's move on. Z Zodiac. Zodiac. Cheers. Yes, no, yes, no. Cheers, guys, and big thanks for providing a lovely content in these hard times. Sebastian from Poland. Mm, cheers, Sebastian. Thank you. And if you have any Reese's Pieces to kill 40 minutes or so, please, please, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The question. What a lovely podcast. And this week's big question is, which themed WWE pay-per-view is the best? These are all the <laughs> themed WWE pay-per-views, I imagine, and there's been a lot of them. Well... Uh, come on, Jack, why don't you start us off? Well, no, do we do we include the Royal Rumble, or is that a big four? Does that not count? Because nah, because then the we'd, all, the we'd all say Royal yeah. Rumble then in that right. case. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, I, think, I think Money in the Bank's probably... The best one currently. It's not. I mean, it's not. Um, it's certainly not Hell in a Cell. That's a bad one. I'd say. I'll go for Money in the Bank. Why is that? I think that even though it, it's it's not going to be an infinite source of storytelling, I think that it helps and it's had some great moments. And one of my favorite WWE pay-per-views ever was Money in the Bank 2011. And I think that the concept of it's just quite exciting because there's always that sense like, oh, someone new might be getting a push. Maybe this year it'll be. Why not Apollo anymore? Because he's out. Uh, Andrade, if he gets put in. So I'll go for Money in the Bank. Okay. Um, I think Money in the Bank's gone as far as it could, to be honest with you, in terms of Ooh. just the storytelling of like, oh, and then somebody may cash in, and then that just becomes this this crutch that they hold on to for months on end. But mm. it doesn't like we're going to lose it for a while. So like annual Hell in the Cells have to accept that it sucks. 
Uh, that's a good one, though. I'm going to go with... Sonic. The Unforgiven Scramble Match. The one oh. time they did it is the... I say whole pay-per-view. There was three matches. And there was three world titles. And one of them was ECW. Uh, 20 minutes. Staggered that Survivor entrances. Series? No. I watched it the other day. I think oh, they did the match. Of, Sorry, yeah. yeah. They, they do the match again a few other times. But that was the time that they went... They were really experimenting that time when they had the stuff like Fatal 4-Way, um, Breaking Point, those other gimmick pay-per-views that didn't take off. But that one... Fatal 4-Way. You know... And then they gave the results of who won it on the, you know, whatever. But that's one that was a concept that they probably could have stuck with compared to some of the others, because it sucked that they had Jim Ross and I think Lawler trying to explain what it was, and you could tell they were looking at it going, "What? What does what's, what's this mean?" But yeah. Like everyone else was like, "No, we get it. Someone gets ownership of the title, and after twenty minutes, they still have ownership. They they win it or retain it." No, was I that when, it was very effective that one time. Was that when Kendrick was briefly, not officially, but was the champion? Oh, yeah, you just reminded me. Yeah, it does mean that some people used to vandalise Wikipedia something fierce, adding on Brian Kendrick was a former world champion. Like, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> they show up the graphics. Current WWE champion, Brian Kendrick. Like, no, <laughs> no, he isn't. The ownership <clears throat> of the title, but whatever. But I think it's something they could bring back. And I miss the idea of it. I think Ross cropped up on Tamina's Wikipedia this week. Yes, yes he someone- did. Someone put me on, yeah. They still um, there. Tamina. You know, while you come up with an answer, I'm going to have a look and see if you're still in Tamina's profile. It's it's spiraled out of control after I shared it on Twitter. Like, I wish I didn't do it now. Just bastardised her entire Wikipedia page. Which is well, there's nothing else on it. Someone put on, 20 kids, Matthew. How many kids has she got? <laughs> Tell me how many kids uh, she's got, Matthew. 19. Is it 19? I've not... I thought you were looking at the Wikipedia page. Oh, oh, right, okay. Personal life. Oh, Snooker is a mother of two daughters. Oh, thank oh. God for that. Do you remember when, um, do you remember when I said that oh, I'm no, not I think even... I you've gone, like... Ross, I'm sorry. Have I gone? Yeah. Nightmare. Go on, what were saying, Jack? Do you remember when I said that I was, I'm not even, like, the biggest YouTuber in my year at school? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, people were, like, obviously snitch-tagging him the guy who is the biggest YouTuber from my year in school. And um, I think he just thinks I'm an arsehole now because the clip, the clip that was shown is just me being really jealous and bitter towards him. So I think he thinks I'm a knob. Um, but also he's on my school's notable alumni and I'm not. What's, what, what's that about then? Why am I not on my school's notable alumni? Well, what has he done that you haven't? Well, he's got better quality videos than that, but apart from that... <laughs> How dare you say that while your laptop shakes as you move your legs? <laughs> he's you stretch your belly bear. like you're a bear that's just eating someone. <laughs> he's, genuinely, he's, genuinely, he's generally like a bear presenter and stuff and all that, but, you know, whatever. Oh. Anyway, Matthew, what's your favourite? I bet your oh, opinions Ross. on wrestling are better than his. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he loves Wait. Jack Briscoe. Um Ross, did you go or was it? Yeah, Ross, what's yours? Uh, mine would be Taboo Tuesday, just because Money oh. in the Bank has already been said. Love a bit of Taboo Tuesday. I can't believe they've not done it again. I know. Get the app and all sorts of lots of fun to be had. Massive computer screen is the Titantron. What's not a love? It's gonna be like a giant phone now if they did it. 
<laughs> just a tablet. Well, yeah, the raw set basically yeah. is a tablet now with a minus that bit. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens would borrow a Seth and bounce him off it, and then Michael Cole would say, wow, he really rung his bell with that one. <laughs> Good reception here for Kevin Owens. Sorry. <laughs> And that's it. I'm trying to think of the other one. TLC usually delivers. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice Christmas cracker, that one. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. There's been back. some more right, um there's been some more right matches at Extreme Rules over the years, I think. Roman and AJ Styles had a great match at Extreme Rules one. Yeah, Extreme Rules usually delivers as well. Some sometimes. Apart from when yeah. it's Bailey being scared of a kendo stick. Yeah, that's the they hit and miss with these things, isn't it? Oh, now every, everything has to be relevant to this gimmick. So when they do TLC to begin with, it was like, well, I never usually attack a guy with a chair, but there's a chair match this weekend. So it's mm. me and you fighting over one of them. They even do that for the Royal Rumble build, though. Oh, no, what's this? I couldn't get the chair this year, so this time I'm going to get some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Steps matches was the best. Yeah, they were. Well, I think we've talked about all we need to with that. Well, I mean, what do you expect from these uh, the current situation we have here with these fabulous questions? But I've enjoyed this week's podcast. I've enjoyed yeah. the fact that we're, for some reason, my the video quality of my camera is upgraded despite me doing absolutely nothing to increase it. I'm happy to see Jack looking well. I'm happy to see Ross doing well. He's still got that cool painting behind him. Yes. So, Ross, any closing <laughs> thoughts? The fabulous people that have watched us all the way to the end? Um, well done. Thank you. <laughs> Good on you for getting this far. Cool. And any of the exciting videos you have to promote? Uh, a tier ranking thing with Sam where we're ranking every single WrestleMania ever. Whoa. It's long. Wow. Whoa. That, that will kill the time. It will kill all of the time. And Jack? I'm currently working on another a script for another one of Adam Pacitti's ranking uh, ranking videos, which is taking me a long time to write. I won't say what it's on, but should be out in the next year or two. <laughs> um, it's a long one. Yeah, that's all I've got to plug at the minute, Matthew. Fantastic. A long ranking video there from Jack we could look forward to. Uh, I will have the Botchamania stuff as always and I will be playing Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 because it's free on Steam right now. We'll publicise that fact. It's all right. Fair enough. It's free. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. And apart from that, that is all the time we have for this week. Thank you very much for watching all the way at the end. You can, of course, vote for the Hall of Fame by going to cultaholic.com forward slash going to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and if you want to send us any questions or racist pieces or just whatever's on your mind, as they usually end up being anyway, please send them to mailbag at And we always end the show by putting the hands near the camera and it looks crap, but we haven't got anything else better, so we'll do it again. And on three, one, two, three, join us. Join us. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 